0: Hi, I'm Joe, stand-up comedian, a real estate broker, and a mortgage broker.
1: And I'm Marguerite, a real estate agent, aspiring author, and recovering control freak. And this is Chris Billow Talk.
0: We promise to have some fun as we talk about what it takes to stay married, raise our six kids, and now seven grandchildren in our blended family, all while trying to stay out of the loony bin.
1: A podcast about what it takes to make love last, despite all the odds. Not only will you hear about our personal journey, but listen in as we interview different couples at all stages of their relationship. We hope you will get some ideas of what not to do, but more importantly, what to do to make your relationship the best it can be. We love your comments and feedback and would love for you to share with your friends on social media.
0: So light some candles, pour your favorite beverage, and join us on today's episode of Crispillo Talk.
1: When I met Brad Anderson at a business event a couple years ago, I knew there was something special about him. And when I met his wife, Deborah, it all made sense. Not only are they extraordinary human beings, but they're also incredibly talented musicians and are currently on tour with Skin and Leonard, the number one Leonard Skinner cover band. Listen in as we chat with Brad and Deborah at their dream home in the Santa Cruz Mountains about how they have made love last. And stay to the very end for an impromptu musical treat.
0: Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Marguerite. And this is our episode of Crispillo Talk.
1: And we're really excited to be here with our very, very good friends, Brad and Deborah Anderson. Welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. We're thrilled to have you. So actually where we are is in their beautiful home in the Santa Cruz Hills, right? Yep. And I wanted to talk to them because you guys have been married now how long? 24. 24 years in October
2: it'll be 24
1: years 24 years in October so clearly they have been able to figure out how to make love last because they still like each other sort of most days right you like each other most <laughs> yeah, days? They're, still in love. Yeah. <laughs> they're still very much in love and we love hanging out with them because I will tell you that one of the most important things that we've found is that you do want to really hang out with other people that share your philosophy, share your values, and what's important to them? Because when you start hanging out with people whose lives are, they don't get along, or they're struggling, or they're always fighting, it just seems to translate into your own relationship. Do you find that, that same thing? That is true. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to start out by first of all asking you, how did you meet? We
4: met. Uh, we we're both. Um, it was a long time ago, and we met in <laughs> in a galaxy a city far, in a far, away. far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> to boldly go where no man had ever gone before. And uh, a little place in Abernathy's in Walnut Creek, and uh, it was through a musical event, and we made friends, and the rest is history.
1: That's fantastic. Now,
0: is Abernathy's still around?
4: No, uh, no. no back most of the places we used to go to Jack London yeah. Square is gone yeah uh, a lot of the different restaurants we <coughs> go to and eat and places we go back to just relive those moments and all, most of those places are all gone
2: let me also say that um, when I met Brad of course he's been a musician since he was 12 years old right a seasoned musician by the time I met him and I was very shy and wanted to sing I had the desire to sing but I was really too shy and I didn't I wasn't doing it and Brad actually took me out of my shell really? and he made me the butterfly that I am today when it comes to singing Aww. so he's definitely responsible for that
1: well let me ask you this Who, how did you know that she was the one like do you remember the moment when you saw her and you kind of decided hmm I think she's she's someone special
4: in all oddity it wasn't the first time I saw her I saw her and just said wow it's a beautiful person beautiful woman but it wasn't like that love at first sight it was when I got to know her and her personality and and how transparent she was and just real um there was an innocence about her that that attracted me because I was you know I had gone kind of uh lived a little bit of a rougher life growing up and to see somebody who hadn't been exposed to those things, and to to get to know her, um, I knew I was in love when I just couldn't stop thinking about her.
1: Aww. I'm sure we're going to cry during this episode, just so you know. I'm just There's going to be a tear or two. Oh, you don't cry. He says he doesn't cry. He is the biggest crier ever. He's my teacher. Oh, my gosh. He's
4: my teacher if I start crying.
1: So let me ask you this. You've been together a long time now. And I think, we talked about this earlier actually, before we were on air, we talked about how from the outside looking in, many times, it looks like your relationship is perfect, right? Now, obviously you guys have a great relationship, you're still here, still together, in your dream home, which we want to talk a little bit about that. The
0: Anderson compound. The Anderson
1: compound, <laughs> literally. And, uh, but can you tell us a time when you did have some challenges and what actually helped you get through that to be here today?
4: Well, I, I think everybody faces challenges because everybody has, you know, your, your life you live today is from your past and the mm-hmm. decisions you make for yourself and what makes you happy and what you want to do with your life is a very independent, personal thing to people. I mean, you try to put two people together. Sometimes those ideals don't align perfectly, but that's like wanting to go and work in your garden on a sunny day and it's pouring down rain. Somehow you find a way to to take that one challenge and isolate it. And I think where a lot of people, and us included, fail is you can take one thing right here and like a garden, it will fester and manifest into something where three days later somebody's mad because of something that happened a few days earlier. So we found that by talking about things and not being afraid to, to be honest and say, hey, you know, when you say this, it makes me feel or when you have a challenge, whether it's with kids or finances, um, is to to have a nonviolent communication. And that's taken me a long time to learn, because I sometimes will say things even today and not even realize it, that it comes off and sounds one way. But the whole communication is really where I think all couples really need to hone in, because that's all we have, is that ability to share how we feel, and to drop your guard and be defenseless when somebody shares how they feel with you, and then really step back. And we've learned to give each other time and space yeah. to to think about it. I mean, if you know you're expecting an instant, I'm sorry. I need a day to go lick my wounds, and then I realize what a jerk I was. Or God, I oh, said that. Oh. And then you know you come groveling back, and I got lots of rose bushes, so I'm <laughs> set for for the comeback. But right. but it is it's being able to. Really step back and listen to the other person and care about what they're sharing as opposed to putting on your gloves, get your body, you want go? And that's what people do. Yeah,
1: everybody We defend does what
4: that. we believe, you yeah. know? Well,
1: and when we talk about, you know, nonviolent communication, <coughs> the opposite of that, right, is violent communication. Mm-hmm. And just that doesn't bit. always mean, and I don't think that that means that you're physically violent. No, 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 no. or even bad words. It's yes. just
4: the way, you know, if, well, if you wouldn't do blah, blah, you know, it's just things that are the way they're said they can be said differently and some things just don't need to be said
1: well for sure and uh, Deborah and I were talking (laughs) about that earlier right we were talking about how uh, the way that you say things you would never talk to a stranger many times the way the hurtful way with not only the tone and the words you choose with somebody that is supposed to be the love of your life and the most important person in your life you wouldn't talk to them in that way and I would say that Joe we've learned that as well, and learning how to talk to each other more respectfully. Now, we're not always perfect at it by any means, is. right? I am, <laughs> which There's is been... why he's sitting over there being very <laughs> quiet, yeah. right? Because the only way for him not to do that is to stay very, very quiet, right? There's
2: another dynamic, though, I want to add to this um, childhood, how you're brought up, like Brad was just saying, like for instance, the difference between Brad and I, like he was saying. He's the knight in shining armor. He's the strong guy. I'm the sheltered one that had maybe, we both had tough childhoods. You know, everybody has a tough childhood. We all have our stories, right? But it, it it sets a dynamic for your relationship. And unless you understand that dynamic, it's really impossible to heal it. It's impossible to understand it. So right now for myself, um, I'm diving into my childhood and the wounds um, that happened in my childhood. And I'm realizing through my therapy, that Brad unknowingly triggers some of my my pain in my psyche, right? And I didn't know that before, but now I understand it. And so through my therapy, I'm learning how to realize Brad didn't do that. That's my stuff. That's my stuff that I'm working on. And I know how to recognize it before I just start, like Brad said, putting up my, you know, I'm ready to go, you know, my defenses. So I'm learning how to (coughs) not put up defenses, I'm working really hard on it, I fail every day. (laughs) And I'm learning how to listen, and that's really important, learning how to be present and really, really listen, and letting the other person speak. So they know that you love them unconditionally and that you understand. Those are two super important things. And just like the book that you were talking about, The Five
1: Agreements. My My favorite, my favorite book of all time is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz and what he says in that book is don't take anything personal. That's the number one most important thing it's that so I took hard. out of the book. Right. It's so hard and it's it's a daily challenge for sure. It's a daily challenge not yeah. to take things personal. Yeah. Um, and so Joe, do you have some input over there, Mr. Silent?
4: No, uh I'm just afraid to talk. Uh, so did you take it personally? you get cut off on the freeway coming up here on Highway 9? Uh, pretty much. Showed you no, a I... middle finger, said you're number one. Did that, did, that make, did that get your heart rate going a little bit? Hey, excuse me. It's my time to talk. Okay. Right. It's my time. Don't step on my time. Okay, it's your time, by the way, today is their anniversary. Yay, so if you're yes. watching this, this better not get edited out. Sangria. This is to yes. Joe and Mrs. Yes. To, to the greatest couple. Yes. couple Thank of the millennium right 28 years today. 28 years. So We're in, honored they're with us.
2: Friends enrich our lives. Yes. <clears> Very blessed.
0: No, what I was going to say is that uh, you know, you mentioned childhood and stuff and I don't know. I mean, I I don't think I had a bad childhood people uh, I was I was raised by my mom was 45 when I was born my dad was 55 so it was like being raised with grandparents and the only really thing that I missed in my childhood is my dad could, didn't do things with me because you know by the time I was in grammar school and stuff and you know starting little League my dad was in his 60s
1: Who's your age <laughs> my age today
3: <laughs>
1: See, that's why I love her that's why you've been together 28 years <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's got jokes so so I mean I don't know uh, I, I really don't know where I'm going with that basically uh, but uh, I you know I I see the pain that sometimes Marguerite has because of, of her childhood and stuff mm-hmm. and I can't relate but I, I, I try to I try to
1: but there are things I think that you bring into childhood no matter whether you grew up in bad situations or good situations uh, i'll mm-hmm. tell a funny story is that uh, we've been together a long time and uh, w- with all due respect we have a house manager who takes care of our house and our kitchen and dishes and things like that i don't really like to do dishes because i grew up in a house where i was raised by a single mom very poor had to do dishes all the time we didn't have dishwashers or any of that so we have a little situation where we're trying to kind of do more things on our own and you know make sure things are taken care of on the weekend so joe's helping out doing dishes because He's a wonderful husband like that. He's helping out in the house. And every time he would do the dishes, I'd be like, there's like stuff on him and grease on him, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> He's making her face. There. And finally I looked at him one day and I said, I'm curious, in growing up, did you ever have to <laughs> that So
3: good.
1: we are having to restart this a little bit because I did not put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So there we go. Okay, so I was telling the story, basically, of the difference in childhoods, right, and how you're raised. And I was raised by a single mom, and I was responsible for taking care of the dishes on a regular basis and doing everything that needed to be done around the house. And we're trying to adapt a little bit and do some more things around the house. And Joe, being a wonderful husband he is, said he would help contribute by helping out with the dishes. So a few times that he did the dishes, uh, there would be not necessarily the cleanest dishes on the planet, which some people who are a little OCD and control freaks can relate to that.
0: Germs are good.
1: Germs are good. And so I said to him, I was getting really irritated about it, and finally I stopped and I said, so I'm curious, when you grew up, did you really ever have to do dishes? And he grew up with an old Spanish family and his mother, very you know traditional-style family. No, he never did you never did dishes. Okay, right? and I
0: never made my bed either. Mommy made it for me <laughs> my whole life, okay?
1: <laughs> so again, just because you have great childhoods or bad childhoods doesn't necessarily mean that it's good or bad either right, way. Right, exactly. It's kind of what you bring to the table, exactly. right? And what the what happens in how you handle certain situations and so it's nothing, no diss on Joe. Disrespects on him. <laughs> it just means that we grew up in very different environments. Exactly. So I was getting frustrated at something that he didn't really have the ability to control. He did have the ability to control once we talked about it, but it wasn't as aware. Yeah, he wasn't as aware yeah, it wasn't as aware yeah. as I was.
0: I right? was man aware. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's aware. a whole I other conversation. I got to say about
3: dishes.
2: Okay, okay. So I do. I do most of the dishes because I'm kind of old school, and like Brad and I are kind of old school. You right. know, I'm the I'm the housewife. This is, this is really different. I'm the housewife, I take care of the inside, I cook and I clean and all that, and he takes care of all the finances, he brings home the bread, you know, and he's brilliant with our finances, and he takes care of the outside. So every once in a while we'll kind of help each other out, but he would be the one to come in and look at the dishes and go, honey,
3: wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not all the time, but I'm the one who might not clean the dishes great. Even though it's my role, right? That,
4: that was actually the dish I didn't. I washed. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, exactly. I'm with Joe. Like, oh, <laughs> responsibility. So yeah. That was the one time I did the dishes, and I was like, "See, honey,
1: look." No, you. You're <laughs> so mat- I'm just mat- trying to turn tic- that you one know, around. So he's oh, trying to be so, a good so, yeah, husband, I'm right? I'm trying to be
4: trying to turn. No, well, I'm, that, that actually
1: brings husband. up. So that actually brings up a great subject. Has to do with. We all determine our roles and our rules kind of for our relationship. Mm -hmm. And just because, like, there's no right or wrong to those rules, right? I mean, we have situations, like in our household, uh, you know, we have very different roles. I've been more the last few years, things have changed. Where Joe has become semi-retired, I've been more responsible for going out and kind of taking the role of provider. That does not mean he didn't spend many years doing that. It just means our roles have changed mm-hmm. a little bit, and right. I think that's an important thing to say because I have very good friends who he has stayed home with the children, mm-hmm. and is an extraordinary father, and she is truly a better mom because she goes to work. Right, right. Yeah. So, and I've even had that. Like, I there was a time when I'd take two weeks off at uh, Christmas, and I'd be like so excited to go back to work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. All
1: right, time to go back to work. Exactly. Right. Um, so. Let's talk a little bit about rules of your relationship. What kind of rules have you created in your relationship that help you stay a little more balanced? Um,
2: Brad and I um, have agreed that we um, we never go and Be with someone of the opposite sex at a dinner at a lunch Like there's gonna be someone else there like if Brad has a work colleague that he is gonna go have a meeting with, he's not gonna go just go have lunch with some woman by That's himself, you know what I mean? Like it's a really good thing to do, right? And then the second thing um, for, for myself is taking space. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling really tired and I'm, and I'm starting to get resentful and bitter because I'm tired, I take space. I'll go stay with a girlfriend, I'll go you know, work in Fairfield, and it gives us some space. It gives us a little bit of breathing room
4: mm-hmm.
2: from each other. Those are things that, that are helpful. I don't know if you have any, anything else to add to that.
4: Um, probably just the one rule we kind of live by when we travel, when we leave home in a place of comfort and security, and us uh, and to live and travel with, with uh, and just be in the moment, but live with no expectations. Whether we're playing music, whether we're having a discussion with friends, uh, when you guys were coming over no expectations that way I never get let down uh, no matter what happens it's always good because I didn't expect that to happen and so one of the rules that, that we without really talking about much we implement it all the time is approach things with no expectation because if you predict it yourself <laughs> and you're like I'm gonna knock that glass over and you're gonna have to cut your video on it and if you could predict these things it'd be a horrible life So sometimes you have to step back and watch life and say, you know what? If I didn't have that expectation, it can't go wrong. So whether it's music, whether it's a, I come in, it's like she said, the glass. I have no expectation. And that's, that's an area we work on. I could pick up this glass and, and go to take a drink right now and stop and look at it. And she would say, I swear to God, I washed those last week. I used Cascade. Oh, I scrubbed it to, I'm I, all he I did is, is look at a bug that was walking across my glass had nothing to do. So being open to that and that weird sense of why are you doing that? It must be me. And that's where it comes back to that personal thing.
1: It's it so personal. funny that you actually this said is that. So this funny. was not we did not talk about that Mm-mm. ahead of time. But her and I just went to the store, went to town to wow. buy groceries. And this exact conversation <laughs> yeah, came up, exact <laughs> conversation swear. came but, up. But you know
4: what, it it's not a rule, it's it's a way, right. it's just another way. And, and is it the right way for us, the wrong way for everybody is different. And, and I think the childhood does have an impact because, you know, same thing with, with making your bed. My, you know, military, my dad was, uh, I mean, you had to flip a quarter, and if the quarter didn't bounce, you know how that whole thing goes, right? And that's dad's way. Mom was like, I'll make the bed for you. Yeah. And so that mm-hmm. upbringing does make me who I am today, yeah. and and it does create and sometimes a, not a great thing where you're you have that expectation. Right. I think someone should make my bed for me, then go hire a maid. Right, hire someone. <laughs> to do it. Get with it. with that it. said, I want to be role. like you when and I
2: know. grow up. Oh really? No. No. <laughs> no, <I laughs> said, no, listen. The reason yeah. why I say that is because sometimes I. I'm 55. okay I'll be 55 next month all right at the so end he's of month.
4: Ne- he gets yeah. carded everywhere so next the month thing is is I, I don't I
2: don't want to clean and I don't want to freaking do dishes anymore. you know what I mean I want to be out in my garden. I want to do things that I enjoy. I'm tired of tending to a house. I've been doing it forever, right <laughs> But I want to do it because my husband takes good care of me but at some point, I have a goal in life, we'll have a house and I want to do that. I want somebody to take yeah. take over and, and take care of those things so I can t- cruise. Well, so and enjoy I'll like my money. she's
4: not doing dishes, and but I'm not whacking. Yeah. No more. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did right? I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> I meant with a weed yeah, whacker. Right, right, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. so this uh-huh. might be an R we get it, Brad. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah
3: yep. So
1: let me let me address that for for me to help you guys understand. So, I think from the outside looking in, many times it looks like we have it all figured out, right? Like. We have, and and this video might not be the best video, but the audio is awesome. So
3: <laughs> that's all we need. Uh,
1: th- yeah, that's all we need is audio. So we made a decision when our child, our first child, Jordan, was young. I worked full time, and I was a mom, and he was working full time. And at that time, I was in the bar business, so we worked, you know, late nights and mm-hmm. odd hours and things, and it was really a challenge. And I figured out, met this gal in Mexico who said she had a nanny. I was like, oh, I could never afford a nanny, right? I could, I just, in my mind, had it figured out, but I couldn't afford that. So then I said, okay, well, what if I could find a way to make that happen, Mm -hmm. right? To have somebody who could come into the home, help with our child, not necessarily raise our child, but help with the child, help with the household items, (coughs) help take care of dishes and laundry and Mm -hmm. cleaning and and cooking and animals so that I could go work and be who I wanted. Mm The beauty of that was when I came home, I got to be a mom Yeah. and I got to spend time. Right. And we made the Smart. decision that okay, we want to have children. I wanted a career and wanted to be able to work. And so we made the decision that we would have that person. Well, that person, Rosalie, who's amazing, has been with us now well, for- st- Rosa Rosa. started with mom. us and then her daughter, Rosalie, came to work with us, has been with us for 25 years. Wow. She's wow. been with us since her children She's were family. born. She's
3: family. Yeah. And
1: when the kids grew up, everyone said, Oh, well, why do you still have a nanny? And I said, Well, she was never there for the kids. She was there for me, because Joe got a wife. I wanted a wife too. <laughs> and <laughs> we don't really sister. live in that <laughs> <I> love that <laughs> we don't live in that world where we can have more than one cool. wife. So she a so wife too. so I wanted a wife too. And so <laughs> she has been with us now for twenty five years and it allows me the freedom to go be the person that I wanna be and do sure. what I wanna do and have that person at home. So when you look from the outside looking in, it looks like we have this like amazing life. I made the decision to get help. And I think for many moms and families out there, they don't realize that they can go get help.
4: So and I think the key is what you just said. In the beginning you said, I was set I can't do that. Right. And then you just told yourself I can. Right. Right. And you just said again, I think people Think they can't? They think
1: they can. Yeah, that and and I too.
4: and I love that because I really yeah. believe that, that we are who we are because we created us. Oh,
1: absolutely. No matter
4: what our childhood, no matter who we are right here this moment, sixty seconds from now, we can be different people. We can accept things and we can change and we can think differently. We can speak and communicate and and trust and even not with with words, but I mean, people can advance and continue to kind of grow. It's not. Um, you know I, I guess we're back to the rules but you know it's it's thinking that you can't and i mean wow. um, our story here this story this wow. is this is that lottery ticket where you say you know what i know i know i can't right. i know i can't win but i'm going to i'm going to grab i'm going to pay a dollar i'm going to buy that scratch off and you see people all over the country scratching off anyway because of that small speck of hope
3: yeah sliver of hope that thinking
4: yeah. you know maybe i can and what people have to do is really just expand that and know that you know you are who you are because what you want in life mm-hmm. you will get it i mean if you push everything aside and you focus on that and it's you know you you commit your time and you visualize it happening but i think too many of us stop and say you know what she said she's 55 i'm in my 50s i can't retire before i'm 65 that's not going to work for us oh, heck no, right. I can, wait a minute, yeah. I can retire right now, right here, can I really? Well, you know, you start really thinking about it. And once you see it to the end and go, we could have our dream home, we could have one, mm-hmm. we could we could do what we wanna do and, and get out of the, the race of keeping up with the Joneses and keeping up with, well, they have a boat, we should right. get a boat, and just really disconnect from all of that I think with time and age and as we get older we really do determine what we want to eat who we want to hang around with Um, and and I think we have this ability as we get older to have the things you want and be able to say you can because it's all in here you know if you want to know my opinion um, people lie people just lie they do they just lie Guy, We pulled into a Jack Taco Bell whatever he said, like, oh, we're closed. I said, no, you're not. It says open He says no, we close at 11. I said it's 1030. He says no, he called me a liar. you a liar I right. said, no, it's your Taco no, it Bell. Like, right. It was hilarious. Well, you know, I'm a liar And so our whole family's cracking up because this guy wants to close early and go home for some reason who knows what right. maybe he's been married 28 yeah. years who knows?
3: <laughs> It was hilarious
4: But 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 you
3: know I'm <laughs> not sure where I was going with that <laughs>
4: <laughs> as soon as I remembered that, it was like, but this this whole thing, people just, people lie to themselves. Right. Yeah. And I, I found that, you know, rather than spending the time wasting who lies to me, I looked in a mirror one day and I realized, oh my gosh, that is the biggest liar you know. And you're looking at him. Right because he gets in your head all the time and says, you can't do that, and you can't, because, well, you can't get there, you can't go there, you're not gonna ever, Mm -hmm. well, who are you kidding? And then, you know, I do, I feel like, you gotta walk away from that, and you gotta surround yourself with people Mm -hmm. who say, you can. You mm. can have that. You Try can it. have it. You yep. can do what you want. You can play, you know. Well, that's the thing. If you if you think you can't do it, then you can't do it. So how does that go if you spell your can'ts without a t, you will live successfully.
1: Oh, I've I like that. That's Where
4: would you get um, that? just made it up. Made it
1: up. <laughs> 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 well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, the rules that we created for our marriage is we decided early on that we would not use the word divorce right because if you use the word divorce it becomes an option right and and for us it was not an option now obviously we think that there are important aspects to think about that is that if there are outside influences that are affecting your relationship drugs alcohol infidelities that you can't work through or solve then those could be a reason, mm-hmm. you know, a logical sure. reason. Abuse, Divorce or homicide. Right. Uh, yeah, abuse yeah. Um, is not necessarily um, a reason to stay. Right. But I think that many people are too quick to say that's the option. Yeah. And my favorite saying is uh, no way out but through, right? Like, if you do not... Um, If that's an option, it will be your option. If you, everything is figure outable when you take responsibility for Mm -hmm. it. If you don't take responsibility for it, you'll look, oh, it's all his fault and leave. But there's not a relationship that I know of on this planet where it's been only one sided and one person's fault ever. (coughs) And the other one that we talked about earlier is in how you talk to each other. Mm -hmm. The way that you talk to each other, you know, learning to talk to each other respectfully, being kind, Mm -hmm. and not taking things so personal, right? Like those are huge aspects i think of every
4: relationship and and i think so many things affect that because depending on who you are where you are your geographic we wake up with a little sinus head i mean your health your physical your mental being and just in that moment at that time somebody can say something that an hour later would have affected you completely different so the outside influences you know i can get up in the morning and come out here with a cup of coffee and just be in a state of almost unbelievable meditative bliss. And all I have to do is look at this and see one Facebook post. Uh, And all of a sudden I realized my heart rate just went from 58 beats per minute on my watch to about 104. And I'm thinking, how can I let, I let that happen? Mm -hmm. And so you start realizing that you are in control of your ship. And so how do you do that? So I just don't look at this thing until my coffee's gone. And then I set aside the time, and I put on the mask, I get my guard, my shield, football helmet. And then I look at it and I say, this is not going to faze me. And I prepare for that battle of the day, that broken heart, that that sad someone just passed mm-hmm. away. I mean, it is just a hodge of, of noise, and you have to kind of filter through that. And that's just the start of the day on the phone. And then as you go out into life and you see how people treat one another, you know, yeah. just... It just it makes you really step back and want to make a change and want to make a difference, like what you're doing <coughs> here now,
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, to impact people's lives in a way that's significant, and not just hey let's let's get everything out of life we can while we're here. Right. That's kind of where we're at now, and that's where I am personally is I I want to to let other people experience hopefully what we are, you yeah. know what yeah. we're.
2: it's not to perfect, enjoy. but if you. If you work together and you get to know each other and you take responsibility for your stuff. Yes. Right. Instead of pointing the finger at the other person automatically. ah, oh, you did. It. It's your fault. I feel crappy because you made me feel that way. No. Take responsibility for yourself and listen and speak to the other person uh, compassionately. Yeah. Compassionate communication. Um, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's, I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard work but it's worth it because I um, I have struggled and been on the other side where I I've left I've left this man because of the pain inside of myself that I could not escape and I realized when I left and Decided I'm gonna go live with my girlfriend for a couple of weeks. I decided I Took all that pain with me. That's
3: me. It's inside
2: of me. That's not that's not him I took it with me and then I realized how much I love him and how how connected I am with him so it it's not a fairy tale uh thing and you're not you will go to one you will go to one person and the next person you'll take the 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 same problems to the next
3: relationship yeah yeah. so if you have
2: something good and you love someone you can't let the other junk get in the way of of that you have but it, it is hard work i'm not gonna lie it's hard work
0: and it's the way you when you treat people uh you know i learned that when when our son jordan was uh uh when he was having his problems mm-hmm. and you know he had a neurological disease that was affecting him and people you know i mean he, he'd get a little rowdy a little a little crazy and people would always tell me can't you control that that boy they go, you yeah. don't even know what we're going through right. so you need to keep your mouth shut judgments you know until you walk in my shoes
3: mm-hmm.
0: don't judge me for what's going on here right now that's key you know and yeah. and that's that's the way I try to do it with people you know I don't I don't know what, what you're going through yeah. at, at the moment I'm not going to judge you I'm going to hopefully yeah. figure it out
1: yeah and hopefully you can also do that within your own personal relationships <coughs> right because like you talked about baggage like there there are times when you know you've had a bad day And it had nothing to do with your spouse, Mm -hmm. right? right. So you end up coming home, and you know you snap at them, or you take it out on them, and of course that just escalates into you know never never land, right?
4: I think I think every couple can get and relate to this. Mm -hmm. You're bickering, whatever it is, back and forth, and then one looks at the other and says. What were we talking about? Yes. That started <laughs> this started so this. What, what, and so you really, true. and then you find yourself creatively working together right. to discover what was it?
1: What were we <laughs> fighting about? What did well, this argument? Oh, start that's with? right. It
4: was a mosquito on my forehead, and you hit me with a baseball bat. That's yeah, right. So, right? so well, it's <laughs> like. When, when but really, Marguerite, right?
0: When Marguerite comes home in a bad mood, I'm I'm always <laughs> thinking, God, what I do now. That right, is <laughs> yeah. it is. Uh,
1: yeah.
4: And well you so talk about the little we things?
1: Around, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is a this is a funny story. It wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny looking back. So our kids were probably seven, eight years old, I think. They were little, and um, our son Jacob had a hamster, and he the hamster escaped, right? So we'd gone for about a week where this hamster was loose somewhere in the house, and uh, who knows where it was. So one night, Joe and I get in an argument. I have no idea what the argument was about, but we got in a big old hairy ass fight, right? <laughs> and uh, we're in the bedroom, and I'm slamming the door, and I'm grabbing the kids, and I'm like, get out, right? Like, one wow. of those moments, it's like yeah. one of those big
3: fights, yeah. right? Yeah. Big
1: fights. We've Call the fire department. Uh, right? And, yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and I hear him down, <laughs> I, I'm locked in the bedroom with the boys, and I hear him down shuffling <laughs> around, like, he's going to pack some stuff and go somewhere, right? And all of a sudden, I hear a knock at the door, and he's like, Jacob. What do you want? Right? And he goes, Jacob, I found your hamster. And we <laughs> opened the door, and Jacob goes, see, Mom, Dad's not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and my whole world oh. melted, right? Oh. Like, I just, oh, I felt like the worst mom on the planet. Oh, and, man. you know, he's over there. Like, we're both crying. We're like, what were we even fighting oh, about? Yes. Like he said, it, it was like it. the dumbest argument. I don't even know. <laughs> to this day, I cannot even tell you I, I what couldn't that tell you fight was about.
0: I could do that. or either. the ham,
1: right. yeah. <laughs> but that I think that that if you can, I think what stops more people than anything is the ego, right? Yeah, yes. the ego of Pride, well, I am okay. just gonna be pissed off. no matter what they say or right. what they do, I'm just gonna be pissed off. I'm just yeah. gonna be angry. But
4: that's the expectation I'm talking yes. about. Yes, you yeah. set that expectation whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and i'm I'm really trying to, every day just try to not set that expectation in anything. You can ask somebody a question, just hoping for reassurance. And they can say, no, no, that, you know, that car sucks. Right. And you'd be like, oh, excuse me, that's what I drive.
1: Right, that's my favorite car, <laughs> yeah. Right?
4: Okay. And it's like, well, I, I would be the one that would stop myself and say, why do you think it sucks, what's bad? And then you find out it's the most number one car that rolls over and you're going, oh gosh, yeah, I wish okay. I had known that before I bought it. Yeah. So seriously, like when we bought our Xterra, somebody said, you should look into that, those cars roll a lot. <laughs> and I, of course he didn't know there was one video on YouTube that went viral of a guy rolling in Xterra So, you know his perception was that's a rollover a un- very dangerous car. Then it's not the case, you know, you know perception so is everything. Is, uh,
1: yeah. uh, uh, this is a good example of that so um, when you've had when you've been pregnant you go through that period of when you're pregnant, right? Yeah, and uh, When people start asking you right? Oh, what are you gonna name it? so I always tell people any young moms or parents out there that are pregnant don't tell anybody what your name is. Because oh, yeah. what happens, right, before the <laughs> yes. baby is born, if you say, oh, I'm gonna name her Brittany, and they go, oh my gosh, I knew this girl in high school and her name was and Brittany. You're and, she, story, and you're yeah. gonna get every story. And you're gonna get every story. But after the baby Britney is born, nobody does that to you. They don't go, oh, that's a horrible name. Why would you Never. name your child that? Right, yeah. right, but right. before the child Everybody is has born, an opinion. everyone has an opinion, right? And we all know <laughs> yes, what opinions yeah. are yeah. like, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's that same thing. They all wanna <laughs> form their opinion. Yeah. But you have to do what's best for you, Mm -hmm.
3: right?
1: So as we kind of uh, (laughs) wrap up a little bit today, uh, what is the best advice you would give people who are just getting started on this venture of a relationship or marriage?
2: Understand it's not a fairy tale. (laughs) Understand that it's hard work. Understand that two people with two completely different lives, two completely different childhoods, two completely different sets of uh, values and morals are coming together and you have to navigate, you have to work together and it's hard work, but you can do it. If you've got that underlying Mm -hmm. love and passion for each other, like Brad and I have, that is the glue that's kept us together. And I tell you, we have been through a lot in the 30 years we've been together, a lot of stuff that most people would never get through
1: in their marriage and still be together. And that what I would say comes Mm -hmm. from Remembering that love, right? And I think when you're so caught up in all of the other kind of minutiae and the garbage and arguments and all this stuff, if you can stop for a minute and look at them and remember why you fell in love with them, yeah, remember the things that you love about them, yeah, it can completely change things. It's little things you do too. Yeah,
4: Yeah. I think for me the 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 real like just eye opener uh, in a relationship is when you when you feel somebody. When you know they're hurting and, and you feel it, like I, I feel my kids. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's weird or, but, yeah. but like if something happened to my son <coughs> in Oregon right now, or Sean sounds there or even Brandon and working in Boulder Creek right now, I, I feel things. It's yeah. really weird. And so when you sense and you feel a physical, not just the mental emotional, but a physical connection mm-hmm. to to anybody. Um, that's when you realize that all the things we have the electricity, these phones, candles, everything in the world you could take it all away but it still leaves us and I think we lost sight of that I think the world's become too noisy I think we need to go back and and, and have another um, dinosaur day yeah, because <laughs> well we they kind of went extinct yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll find a way because to they didn't it. stop yeah. and do videos like this and figure <laughs> yeah. out a better way and the better way is, that we need to put people back to being the priority and important. And I don't care if it's your husband, your wife, your neighbor, uh, the person who flipped you off, getting on the freeway, cutting you off on highway, doesn't matter, we're people. And, and yeah. people together need to have compassion for each other and put people first. You know, As a, as a, as a, as a person, I know that when, when I had challenges with my wife and my kids, I thought for that one moment in time what would it be like to live without my family, with yeah. my yep. wife, with my kids? And, you know, I, I'd give up.
1: Mm. We knew somebody would cry. <laughs> we thought it would be Joe. The odds were on that's Joe. That's why he's wearing
3: sunglasses give so he can't all this. see yeah. yeah Yeah.
4: For, for my family. Yeah. I would give everything I own, and I would die for my family. Yeah. yeah. But when you get mm. to that, that's, that's when I think the softer side comes out and, and you become more pliable, more bendable, like she said, more workable. Because you know, I would never wanna be the cause of tearing something that, that's that important to me. And so it keeps me being the better person that I can. It keeps me on making better decisions and when to bite your tongue and when to pick the battles. Because if you risk lo- losing something that you'd give everything for you cause that. That's a tough road to, to go by yourself. And don't that, you, that, then you get counseling, and there's all these other. Then there's alcoholism and, yeah. and drug. Well, Seriously, I mean, that people that are that comes, hurt. you
1: talk about connection, and I think that that is such a vital piece because, don't I think in looking back over our relationship, the times when things were not going well. Was the times
4: when we got so busy in life that we got
1: disconnected? It happens to everybody. And And you need
4: your space. You need the room to grow and the quiet. And like she said, time away, to to still be, you know, married and in love and connected, but also free, to be who you are and to live your life the way, um, you know, whatever your purpose is on this earth. I think that's the Are you crying the over there? T- no. No, okay. no. He yawned.
0: He
3: actually yawned. I was uh,
0: <laughs> I was going to say something but it would probably make me cry so I'm, I'm not going to say it. Aww.
4: But that for me was the that was the defining moment was when she was gone for any time a, of any length and it was <sighs> the unknown. Um, it wasn't it wasn't that panic of of the loss of somebody. It was the it was the sadness of a future without them and yeah. and knowing that every path on this planet, every road, every restaurant, every place I've ever oh, been oh, that I could <laughs> never walk into <laughs> any place in California or Hawaii ever again because we have been there. We have done that. And and to go to any place uh, ever again without her would just be I couldn't go there.
1: I, agree. I can't even tell you uh. how valuable that little piece is <laughs> in that what I hope that you guys will hear out of this if you hear nothing else is it does come down to perspective and i think when you get so caught up in all the things that is going wrong and all the stuff what if today they got hit by a car right what if yeah. today it, isn't it amazing how we see all the worst of people when they're alive and the best of people when they're dead you know yeah. Yeah. so if you That's could good, if yeah. you could go to that place and really think about that would y- is it really worth it to leave that person that you've been in love with and leave that person over something so uh, almost always it's something stupid
3: mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. You, yeah. You,
4: always go ahead. you
0: always hear people uh when somebody passes the g- regret they yes. have because they were angry with them they just got in a fight with them or something yes. mm-hmm. and something happens yeah. and that's why you got to look at it, is that you never know when someone's going to get hit by a bus yeah. so love them for all the time and show them
4: respect say what you need to say and, and, and make sure you say that often because we're all like milk cartons everybody's going to expire and you don't know yeah. when and that that I mean we've lost we've all lost somebody important family parents and um, wives and husbands and lost lost child I mean it's devastating yeah. it's it's truly devastating so I think of Pam. I think of uh, I I think I think <coughs> like I said I think of people really take the time to just respect each other Know, communicate, trust one another, and, and put people first again versus putting our, our technologies and our businesses. I don't think people, um, you know, it's going to take a major shift
3: mm-hmm. for yeah. people
4: to get back to this. And I personally feel that time, uh, time that we have no control over, it really is the greatest gift that you can give to another person. Time has come. The today. fact that you guys mm-hmm. are here with us and the time that you've yeah given a, of your time to be with us yeah. means the world to us.
1: Well, I do have to say, we feel so incredibly <coughs> blessed to be here in your dream home <laughs> that you guys have been able to accomplish that you okay. never <coughs> thought you would be able to do. Yeah. Uh, it beautiful. was a lifelong dream for them to have the opportunity to to own <coughs> this little slice of heaven. Mm-hmm. And we feel incredibly honored to be able to spend this time with you guys and to Thank have you too. on our show. Yes, Thank we you. do. Yeah, It's yeah. an honor. So thank you very much for joining us today on Chris Fellow Talk. We never know what the heck we're gonna talk about. But I we love do it. know it's, it's amazing and great content and if you have anything that you would like to contribute or comment on or be a part of the show in any way, our goal here is if we can pass on one piece of knowledge or one little bit of nugget that can help in your personal relationship and save one marriage. From the fifty percent divorce
0: rate that exists out there, that's really our goal. If uh, if you're a Leonard Skinner fan, you want to see the number one, <laughs> number one, Leonard Skinner tribute band in the entire free world. <laughs>
1: Aww, thank you.
0: Skin and Leonard. There's two of them right here. You can
1: check out Turnup Freebird, right?
0: TurnupFreebird.com
1: They're extraordinary musicians, in addition to being wonderful people, great parents. Uh, Brad and I work together at EXP Realty, which we're really blessed to have been able to connect there. And we just have so much fun with these guys. Earlier, we were sitting in the house, and they were singing uh, Bobby (laughs) McGee. And so we might put a snippet of that in this video because it was, it was or the audio, it was pretty awesome. But thank you guys so much for being thank a part guys. of the show. We thank you guys,
0: thank you. We My name is Joe Crispello.
1: I'm Marguerite Crispello. You've been yep. listening to
0: Crispello talk.
1: Yes. There you go, share it on social media, <laughs> share on Twitter, share on Instagram, share on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Be sure to give us a great review, only five star please. Uh, on iTunes. Six, six, six. Check us out on YouTube. We're on all those places. So we're new at this. So we've got lots of outtakes and lots of mistakes, and we want you to know that's alright. We screw up, but the beauty of this is we actually got to have this great conversation. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for joining us today. And drink. Cheers. 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 Happy, Happy anniversary. Awesome. Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary. There you go. Hey.
0: Salute. Bust a flat in
2: Waiting
3: for a drink
0: you have enjoyed this episode of Chris Talk.
1: Share the love and if you love it as much as we do please give us a 5 star review on iTunes so more people can enjoy our show and please like and share our Instagram and Facebook pages and we love your feedback so please comment on our blog or send us a DM
0: and if you have a great story to tell we would love to be on a future episode of Chris Talk please send us a DM
1: see you next time on Chris Talk